Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 Through the Fan in Dallas, your radio flagship home of the Dallas Cowboys. Joined as always by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation on that very same 105 Through the Fan in Dallas, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday. He is the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network, and he is the co-host and uh, really the godfather of the draft show on DallasCowboys.com. Brian, how are you doing today? And yes, as mentioned, that is Bobby Belt of uh, 105.3 The Fan. He's a Cowboys insider. He also has his own show that you need to give a listen to, 5.30 to 10, Monday through Friday on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, Co-host, uh, host with, uh, on, of course, this the Love of the Star which, by the way, thank you to everybody out there for making us as popular as we've been. Yes, we do appreciate you very, very much. Seriously, I'm, I'm not, uh, not bluffing on this one. You guys make this what it is. So, thank you for that. Bobby's also on the draft show, and we're getting ready for that. Robert, I'm doing great. My LSU Tigers, my women Tigers. I lost 200 followers on on Twitter <laughs> because of defending my uh, Institute of Higher Sports. Uh, I'm not going to say higher learning. I'm going to say higher sports because that was the 50th national championship for all our sports teams at Louisiana State University. So uh, if you're one of those folks that dropped me because of my LSU love, I'm really sorry about that, but uh, I'll try and do my best for you on these podcasts. How about that? Here's here, here's here's what I'll say. And, and There's I, some uh, Kim Mulkey hate out there right now. I love, this is even about Kim. Love you, Brian. I love David Hellman, another LSU grad. You're going to call us arrogant, aren't you? You're going to call no, us I, arrogant no. LSU fans. Like I, people have I, done that. They're like, I didn't realize how arrogant LSU fans are. Oh, I, I, I realized it. Here's what I, I will just say. You, you got to admit this. You guys may be the most insufferable winners on the face of the earth. When you win, no question. Since no you question. let every there. There is no question that you've won. You will. We, we don't have to wonder who won last night. You'll. You'll let us know. Colin Baton Rouge. Shout out, uh, Garth Brooks. There. Uh, there you yeah, go. yeah, my Baton Rouge. There you go, Brian. Uh, flashing the Colin Baton Rouge shirt. Uh, but this is, uh, you know, it, it, I'll say that I, one of my favorite stories in the world, and I'll tell this really quickly. Uh, David Hellman, uh, the year that LSU really started popping off and really started winning some games. Um, Time to beat Texas locker- opening day? No, this, this was around that. It was like the fourth week of the season, something like that. We're in the locker room, and Jason Witten walks up to Hellman. Uh, this was 2019, I guess. And yeah. uh, 
as you know, if a player approaches you in the locker room and says, hey, I, I want to talk to you, that's not always a good thing. That's scary. That's a scary – because I've had Jason Witten go, hey, I want to talk to you and almost grab my shirt to drag me outside. <laughs> so, yeah, I understand what's going on. That's what that's what happened. How I walked up to him and he said, Dave, I want to talk to you. And Dave was like, uh-oh. What, like it said later, he's like, what did I write? What did I say? And Witten tells him, he says uh, – Dave, you ever seen me score a touchdown before? He's like, yeah. It's like, what, what, what do I do when I score a touchdown? He says, uh, I, I don't know. What do you mean? And he goes, just, you know, walk in the end zone, take the ball, toss it back to the ref. Uh, you know, you know, did you ever see Walter Payton score a touchdown? Score, you just kind of toss the ball back. Uh, you know, Reggie, Reggie White, Bruce Smith, get sacks, get back to the huddle. So you saw that? It's like, yeah, yeah. So he goes, well, what are you what are you saying? Yes, yeah, all right. I just want to make sure you say that. So my question is, um, why after winning a couple games can't LSU act like they've bleeping been there before? And he's like, My God, you guys act like you've won the blanket national championship. It's week four. And like just starts ri- and Dave goes like, Leave me alone. I th-. but Dave like Heavy, like, oh my gosh, thank God, that's all it was. But uh, Witten, hey, said- Jason Witten, Jason <laughs> Witten, MF and you is not a fun thing. I, and I and I was on the staff that brought him to the Cowboys. So when he grabbed me, it was like he he. I mean, he launched into every other word was an f bomb. Like, mm. and I I just sit there and I'm like, okay, you know. But there was something I said and. He just wasn't happening, happy about it, and he wasn't having any of it. So I understand where Hellman was. When a player walks up to you and says, hey, man, can I have a word with you? Then you, you're like, <laughs> okay, here we go. But, yeah, LSU, we've uh, – yeah, we – I will say this. When LSU loses and people come after me, I'll take it. I'll take it. I won't fight back. I'll just take it and all that. But, man, there were – if you look at – and again, the number of calls that were made, the technical foul, I tweeted out to a friend of mine who's an Iowa grad. And I said, I think she fired the ball to the, at the officials. Well, you look at it, it really wasn't at the officials. But if you look at the final report, Iowa had got a warning about delay of game. And that was her, that wasn't the first delay of game was early, I think in the second. And then that particular play happened later. So they it was their second warning, which was a technical. So that was from the official's report. Now, if you go through, and again, folks, I know you're here for draft coverage, but I'm just saying this <laughs> real quick. Because if you fought with me, this is what I understand. If you look at the statistics, both teams were got the, basically the same number of fouls called. You know? I mean, it, it was like – and I know Kim Mulkey, she's on the floor. Hell, I mean, I could go all the way back to Pat Summit when she used to be at Tennessee, and she would get out on the floor. And, you know, I mean, it's 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 tough. It's a tough situation. I'm just going to tell you this, though. LSU played better than Iowa yesterday. LSU was a better basketball team than Iowa. And Iowa's got some really good players. But the, the officials, if you think the officials were the reason why that game went the way it did, I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to lose more followers saying that, but I'm sorry. You know, LSU outplayed Iowa yesterday, much like Iowa outplayed South Carolina to get into the finals. 
Well, we are uh, getting closer to uh, the NFL draft, Brian, after after your rampant LSU homerism and blinded defense of crooked officiating. Uh, we are getting closer to the NFL draft. I'll be honest, Brian. I didn't watch one second of the game, so I don't know if it was yeah. crooked or not. But uh, we are getting closer to the NFL draft. I can tell by the way you're reacting you didn't watch one second of the game. I know. I was but, just like, almost, man, yeah, but, that is crazy. But like, like millions of people did. It was one of the I know they did. Millions of people did. So I know they, I know they did. I, I'm proud of LSU, but uh, we'll go on. I'm sorry, I didn't even waste seven minutes. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. We need it. We need it. We needed to explain all that. No, but we are getting closer to the NFL draft now. We are uh, inside of a month now. Yeah. Uh, and for those of you that are on the YouTube right now, you can go ahead. Uh, let us know. Give us your prediction right now for pick 26. Who do you think the Cowboys take at pick 26? Uh, just drop the name in the comments here on the YouTube. Uh, and we will read some of your predictions next time on Love of the Star. Uh, but, Brian, as we inch closer to pick 26, we're starting to get some reports about this 30-visit list, yeah. which are national visitors that the Cowboys are bringing in. Uh, Calvin Watkins from the Dallas Morning News, Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, Tom Pelissero Tom of NFL Network, all reporting uh, a few different names in the last couple of days. So we're going to cover some of these that we see on the 30-visit list now for the Cowboys. And, the first one I bring up, want to bring up is the one that's most interesting to me, and that is Zay Flowers. Yeah. You're visiting Boston College wide receiver Zay Flowers, who is a good player, but, man, this is uh, this is the equivalent to me of if, um, like, if Chris Richard would have visited Denzel Ward, where it's like, well, this doesn't make any sense. This guy just has limitations that uh, don't check boxes that you want. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, Zay Flowers is a a slot only receiver. He is not going to play outside at the next level. And Mike McCarthy has typically not been a fan of slot only receivers. Um, the only time that Robert Prince has been okay with slot specific receivers, the receivers coach, is if they are excellent route runners. I think Zay Flowers is a really good route runner. Uh, I think he could improve. I think he could be better. He could be a little tighter. But the the skill set is there to be an excellent one. Um, but maybe that's where this is coming from. Maybe Prince just sees the tools for him to be an elite route runner or the, or the scouts see, Hey, he's got the tools to become what Robert Prince has asked us to look for in receivers. Uh, but your thoughts in general on Zay flowers as a player. And then specifically that the Cowboys bring him in here on a 30 visit. Yeah. At five, nine, one eighty two, I thought this was really a fun player to study. And, you know, my, my first line was, is not as big as a minute, but makes every single play that's thrown his way. And, you know, you see the start-stop quickness about him. He can make defenders look silly in the open field. He could be going 100 miles an hour, then stop on a dime, and then redirect and go another way. So he has a very keen sense of how to play in small spots. And I mean, like, when it's a tight area, he's able to kind of navigate his way uh, because he's got outstanding balance, body control. He's hard to get a really good shot on because of the quick, quickness and the movement catches the ball well on the move. I mean, he just can use him for all kinds of plays. And I and I I kind of felt like that, you know, that's what you're talking about that that guy that plays in the slot that is a mismatch player. 
that's got the quickness, it's got the agility, uh, he's got the ability to finish. And I, I kind of feel like that when you watch him on film, he's one of those guys that appears to be having fun playing the game, you know. And I, I like players like that. Like, you know, he's making guys miss. He's you know finishing plays. You know, you see a, a, a happy, smiley guy, you know, in that way because you know he just loves playing the game. That's where I think it, it's really maybe a shift on the way that Mike McCarthy is thinking about uh, about his team. Because traditionally, you wouldn't say, you're right, I, slot-only players are not something that we've seen, you know, Mike McCarthy. And they've even talked about it. You know, they've even talked about those guys that they might not be the best fit. So the fact that Zay Flowers is a 30-visit guy, I maybe there's a little bit of a, a shift in philosophy. But like my old boss, Ron Wolf from the Packers, used to say, you know, if you're a short guy, small guy, you better walk on waters. And Zay Flowers has some of those abilities where he can walk on water for you a little bit. Yeah, I so I mean I, I really think he's a good player. Uh mm. I, I think that the traits are really impressive to be an elite route runner. Um I, I mean the the quickness, the speed, the the footwork, it's all really, really great. Um, do you feel at times like that 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 speed and that quickness is almost can be a detriment to him a little bit in terms of like, it almost feels at times like there's, there's no pace to his route running at all. Like, like, like he almost feels a little hurried at times. Well, and yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the quickness of hurry up, get up, feel like that causes some drops at times. Um, obviously slot only he's, he's not a very strong guy. Uh, so, I mean, that that's going to be one of the reasons he's never going to be able to play outside. I don't think. Um, he's not going to be able to, to get off a of press that way. I mean, unless the releases are just absurd, um, but smaller body type, uh, could become a more polished route runner, uh, drops can be an issue at times, but I mean, a, a really good player. I just, I'm surprised cause I know hands have always been a big thing for the Cowboys and their evaluation, yeah. and obviously the ability to play all three positions. I, I think with this guy, there's a really good shot. He's not going to be there when you pick. I mean, I know they're bringing him in and, you know, maybe that if that's the case, maybe he's the best player on their board when they, if, if in fact he does make it to 26, you know, maybe they'll stack him in a way that uh, he would be there. I just feel like to me, when you watch him of, of the, of the shorter receiver guys that we're trying to evaluate, you know, I don't see Addison. I just see Addison from USC as being more of a lighter guy, slider guy, not a shorter guy. But when you start to talk about those guys like Flowers, Scott of Cincinnati, Downs of North Carolina, Mims of Oklahoma, you know, uh, Washington from Penn State, you know, when you when you start to talk about those shorter players, Flowers, I think, is the head of all those guys. Yeah, I, I, I think there's a really, really good shot about him not being there now. I don't consider Smith and Jigba like a short guy. I mean, when you start to talk about the under the five nines and under guys, but but Flowers, Scott, Downs, Mims, Washington, Dell is another one from Houston. Tank you know, Dell, yep. There, I just named off what six guys right there that you've got to figure out. But there's a side of me that believes when you watch Flowers play, it's where you have to get Flowers. You might be able to get Dell, 
you know, that same to me, a very similar type of player when you, when you look at the way he plays. So depending on where you want, I mean, that's the thing about these shorter guys. Flowers will probably be gone before the Cowboys pick. That would be my guess. But uh, but there's several of these really the shorter good players. Scott, I mentioned Downs, I mentioned Mims and Dell Washington in that crew as well from Penn State. Now, one of the other receivers that they're going to visit here based off of uh, the the reports from Ian Rappaport, uh, they are going to visit Jalen Hyatt, the receiver from Tennessee. Right. An, an absolute burner uh, as a receiver. I actually kind of have wondered if if they're trying to do things with the West Coast and, and uh, you know, looking for maybe more of a true prototype X, I've kind of wondered if the other Tennessee receiver might make some sense for them. Uh, in like the third round, a guy like Cedric Tillman. Yeah. Uh, not the biggest Tillman fan. Um, but when you look at Jalen Hyatt, uh, Brian, I, I, I don't know about you. I know there have been some uh, comparisons to Deshaun Jackson with Jalen Hyatt. I, I don't yeah. think that's a bad one. I'll tell you the guy that he kind of reminded me of as a prospect. I'm not, he reminded me of Will Fuller. You remember yeah. Will Fuller? Yeah, sure so, do. That, that, was, name, that was right? kind of the guy. Yeah, yeah. So if, if Will Fuller wouldn't have gotten just hurt his entire career, yeah. uh, then, then I think that that's sort of the player that Jalen Hyatt is. But obviously just a, a blur uh, running downfield. Yeah, that's, you know, and you mentioned Cedric Tillman on the opposite side from Tennessee. Tillman is 6'3", 213 pounds. And just to kind of talk about him just a little bit before I talk about Hyatt, this guy, Tillman, he reminds me of what the Chargers play with. You know, mm-hmm. kind of a steady route runner, come back to the ball, that kind of, you know, that big body guy that can't run great, runs well enough. But, you know, you're, you're, you mentioned that about the potential, you know, for, you know, for uh, the West Coast, the inside game and stuff like that. I mean, he, this guy will catch the ball in traffic, Tillman. And I, I, I do I do I do like him quite a bit. Now, you know, when you mentioned Hyatt, I mean, every every time there was like a big play, and trust me, I watched my beloved LSU Tigers play Tennessee at a game in Death Valley there in Baton Rouge, and these receivers just destroyed LSU in the second. The ball was going down the field, and Jalen Hyatt's a big part of that. He is a tall, I mean, tall, like he's lean. He's six foot, he's 176. He just runs through defense. I mean, he just runs through him like nothing. I mean, if you don't stop him or slow him down, he gains separation just like right off the jump. So, like, I put in my notes like a home run hitter in every sense of the word. The good hands, the ability to adjust in him, made several big plays where he had to adjust over his head, like, you know, but his length, he has the length to stretch for a ball no matter where it was thrown. So, the tracking part of it, I've even said this in my notes, one of the best finishers in college football when you watch him. And you can see he plays at a different speed than everyone else. There was a very famous player at uh, Tennessee, a receiver named Willie Galt. And mm-hmm. I remember one time Willie Galt, he, Willie Galt was a track guy. and super, 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 super fast. And one time I remember sitting in a meeting and my boss goes, at the time goes, uh, well, Ron Wolf goes, uh, he's talking about Willie Galt. And he says, you know what? You know, look at Willie Galt play. You watch Willie Galt play. You know what Willie Galt's got different than everybody else? His socks move faster than everybody else's socks. 
and I'm, I, we all kind of looked at you. Know, and it, <laughs> it, it made sense. He's yeah. faster. I mean, he, you know, Jalen Hyatt's socks are faster than everyone else's socks. You know, that's what oh, you I, know. I, I, we, we were in Indy. I was watching it. You go downstairs to uh, one of the hotels there. Oh, they're training in the, in the, in the and, hallway. And, and oh, Exos that's, that's trains downstairs do in one of the ballrooms. Yeah. He, he ran. That's one of the few guys. And I've seen it a couple times, but that's one of the few guys that when you're standing there watching him run, he yeah. looks blurry. Yeah. He looks blurry when he runs by you. That's how fast he is. And so just absolutely ridiculous there. Obviously, the question's about being 176 pounds. Yeah. He's going to get the the questions about, is he going to be able to get off of press? Um, because I think there are times you see that when when is guys... He C- is he C.D. Lamb? Is he C.D. Lamb body and weight-wise? Uh, C.D. was a little heavier. Uh, C.D. was like 190. Um, and was so he C- that much? Yeah, yeah. CD was a little bit heavier. Why, why do I think I, I I could go back and look at my notes? Why am I doubting maybe, you, Bobby? I shouldn't doubt you here, but I'm yeah because you. maybe I'm wrong. I'm wrong a lot, but he uh, I believe he was uh, 190 coming out. Uh, I'll look right now. CD Lamb. He was 198 at the combine. What? Yeah, I don't remember him. Be okay. My bad. Then I don't. CD Lamb to me seems like a very very uh, long Finnish guy. Why was well? He was six two. He was six two. So he was two yeah. inches. Taller, right, right, and so he is. He is thinner built, um, but yeah, I don't know. With Hyatt, there are times you see that yeah, if people do get physical with him. He can get knocked off the route. There's the old, uh, the old Corey Coleman question with Hyatt for some people about like, well, what's the route tree? Like he's just he's running, you know, he, he's kind of limited on what he's shown. Can he run the full route tree? Some of that's at play with Hyatt, but. Overall, a, a really good receiver. It's just questions about the, the the play strength. Can he play all the positions at receiver? And then is that the right fit at receiver for this offense if what they're trying to do is the West Coast? Yeah, it's funny. I just looked at my notes on CeeDee Lamb. He was 6'1", 192 is what we had in the measurements. 448 is what we had. I Man, why do I – I thought he was a much thinner player. Okay, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, just, just just the point of when you see Hyatt, even with yeah. the skill set that he has that's really good, is that the skill set that fits what they're trying to do with this offense? Like, I mean, is it, he doesn't strike me as a West Coast like, – like, it doesn't feel like they're going to be taking a lot of vertical shots with Hyatt. So is that really the, the, the type of receiver you're trying to add here to what you're doing? I kind of felt like with Hyatt that there were times where he did catch in traffic. You know, but the scheme. Not, not that he can't. Not that he can't. It's just I don't know that you've seen him run the route tree that'll be used. Oh as- no, 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 no. They, 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 they're snapping the ball every twenty seconds. There, you know, every twenty-three. I mean, it's just, it's yeah. The route tree is no. It's, it's not. It's not what you know. But, but when you, I, I, I the, the guy's got traits of like his ability to like adjust to the ball, you know, and able to finish and. You know, it's it just, it, you know, the, the scheme kind of moves him around. I, I did say we'll likely need some polish as a route runner, but don't see that as a huge issue. Plenty of passes where he's wide open on the play. You know, I mean, that's that's kind of what you're getting with the guy. I think there's that ability. I think there is an ability to, to, uh, to be a better route runner. I think you're absolutely right about that. Or you're asking yeah, me if I think that he's – Yeah, do that. yeah. And I, yeah and I, 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 I think he can. I think he you're can. listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey. CD Lamb. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.